everyone, and welcome to Stories of Hope. I'm Christine Hotchkiss, your host. If I told you I had a story and needed to be heard, would you tell it? Better yet, if you knew your story could help someone else, would you share it? I believe everyone has a story that can help someone either heal, help, and of course, give hope. Today, my guest, wow, you know, I thought I knew him, but I didn't really know him. And his story is quite remarkable. But then again, everyone I introduce and sit down with has a remarkable story. Today, my guest is Eric Jackier, and some people would think having a disability would keep them down. Not this guy. This guy, he's got quite a bit going on. So let me introduce him. This gentleman's cerebral palsy. That is not stopping him from anything. That's just his disability. Welcome, Eric, my friend, as well. Christine, it's great to be here with you. I'm really excited to be doing this, and it's great to see you. And uh, what else can I tell you? It's an honor. You know, you and I met not physically. We've only seen each other's face a few times through the way that uh, our electronic devices allow us to, to be in touch. But we actually met almost a year ago because we were in different paths of our lives and ended up in a classroom online that um, we were taking life coaching classes together. And as fate would have it, we were paired together. We were because you're you're in New York and I'm in Arizona. That is true. But just, you know, and it was funny because I remember when I read the syllabus, they were saying we're going to keep everybody, we're going to pair you, but we're going to do it in the same time zone. Uh, so you're local. Well, they missed on that one. Couldn't have been more opposites, right? <laughs> yeah, you're on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. But we made it work, would you say? Yes, and it's been a pleasure. So let's jump into your story. You have cerebral palsy, correct? That is true. I was born with it. Okay, so that's uh, different than having a story like myself. So tell me about what cerebral palsy is and let our listeners know. It's not just a disability. What is well, that? What it is, from a very technical sense, is an injury to the brain. Now, that injury can occur at birth. It can occur, um, you know, through a car accident, a slip and fall, something like that. In my case, uh, you know, it was a lack of oxygen to the brain that led. Now, truthfully, uh, what I have now is a lot more preventable today than it was back when I was born. Interesting. There so many different advances in medicine and things of that nature that prevent it now. But uh, depending on how you look at it, I was either lucky or unlucky. But that's how I got mine. Well, from what I know of you, I'd say pretty lucky. Because um, for someone, as you know, if there's a brain injury and there's a lack of oxygen to the brain, that causes a lot more damage. Um, but you have uh, quite the journey. So let's go back to, we've already decided that cerebral palsy is not a disability, it was something you were born with, but it didn't stop you from achieving your dreams, correct? No, not at all. I mean, you know, you must remember, it's a very different time in life now than it was then. So for me, it was a lot of trailblazing without even realizing it. Okay. And, you know, I, I not all that long ago, I had the opportunity to go through my hometown's Hall of Records through the Alumni Association, where I grew up, and I am listed, and it's impossible, it can't be, but I am listed as the first person with a physical disability 
in the history of that school system. It can't be possible. Somebody must just not have recorded it. But I am listed as the very first person with a physical disability to go through the school system, mainstream. Uh, and, you know, there's still a ramp at my elementary school that they built for my wheelchair after I had my major surgery. So, and, and you know, that's still there. Now, you actually are not in a wheelchair anymore. No, I'm not in a wheelchair at all. Do you now, use No, I don't. I don't use anything. Now, oh. I, will, I will occasionally fall. So that does happen. But I don't use any. Uh, I don't use any aids now. Do I move a little more slowly than most people? Probably. I wouldn't want to time me with a clock. You need a calendar. But uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I truly I I do just about everything that anyone can do, and certainly anyone my age can do. So you don't know what it's like to hear that phrase. I can't. Oh, I've heard I can't many times in my life. Yeah. Uh, I just finished my third book. Uh, and I was told in the ninth grade that I couldn't write. Wow. Congratulations, by the way. Well, thank you. I hope people yeah. enjoy this. So there is no disability. It's just something that you were born with. This is your norm. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can't say that I know anything different. I do have a younger sister who's perfectly healthy. Okay. So it's nothing that's hereditary or genetic, but uh, this just happens to be me. So tell me, if you just mentioned that you were the only one that was listed to have a disability, how was that for you as you were growing up? Being well, luckily, luckily, I didn't know. Um. So I didn't find this out till about a year ago, and I, I was just thunderstruck by that. Okay. But how did it, you know, I'll tell you, truthfully, I mean, I knew my situation. I think people knew of my situation, but I really don't know if it came up all that much. Uh, mm -hmm. Thinking back on it, I, it certainly was there. I mean, I, I'm an avid sports fan. I couldn't play sports. Okay. So there was always that. But, you know, I found a way. I became the manager of my high school sports teams. I managed the football team, the basketball team, and the baseball team. I won an award for it, too. Next best thing. It wasn't going to stop you. Good for you. So, you know, so I made myself part of everything. Okay. And I must tell you, the greatest compliment people pay me, excuse me, is they, they don't see my disability. They see me. Of course. And, and it should be that. And, and that's quite a compliment. So moving forward, because you have the mindset and determination that you are going to seek out your dreams, and, and you just mentioned that you wrote your first book, um, you had sent me a little bit of information about yourself, and there was a time frame where you were actually, as any of us are guilty of having happened to us, if not, it, it could still happen, being down on our luck. Um, oh. You want to share with us the down on your luck, and it had nothing to do with your disability? No, it didn't have anything to do with my disability. Unfortunately, well, I was a, I used to have a business that tried to help people with disabilities gain employment. Okay. And then it had moderate success. In, in certain ways, it had success. In other ways, it didn't. 
But I had, without getting into the whole crux of the whole story as to what happened, um, I got married eight years ago, and I tried to do a favor for my wife's family against the advice of everybody who'd ever been involved with my wife's family. Okay. And before all was said and done, it cost me my marriage, my business, my financial well-being. And uh, it was pretty terrible. And And it was, the bottom was two and a half years ago. Okay. And uh, it, it was horrendous because there was no wife, there was no business. I was living in an extended stay hotel at the time, so I there was no home. Oh wow! Um, you know, I I was not without shelter, but I. So you lost everything. Pretty much. Okay, you started again in an extended stay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I did. Lose, it was me and my cat. And, you know, it, it was a pretty unhappy existence. Okay. You know, and, you know, to feel that bad is a depression, of, is a mixture of depression and anger and bitterness. And, you know, I was, I was sleeping all morning. I'd get up, I'd eat something. I'd try and make a couple of calls if I felt up to it. Otherwise, I basically just kind of sat there. and. Uh, it was, it's awful. It's an awful feeling. And it's, you know, I had an issue with my car one day. I don't forget this. One of my best friends in the world decided to surprise me and come up and visit me. She knew that my wife had left me. And um, she took one look at me and she said, you look like hell and you're in a depressing place. I love your friends. I'll tell you the truth. And uh, yeah, and this one's about as subtle as a train wreck. So... <laughs> But it was, I mean, it, it, it was horrible. Okay. And you the, got. The funny thing is, it feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, because if I remember correctly with what you sent me, you actually, in our class was only a year ago that we had received our certifications. You had just gotten out of all of this negativity, but now I'm learning you've got, you're a coach, not just a life coach, right? You have. I'm- I'm a profe- I'm a professional certified coach. What I did was, with the help of this very same friend, is the story is 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 long and winding. Okay. But I um, basically what I decided to do was start all over again, mm-hmm. and I took several courses. I always liked. I always well. Let me say it this way. We'll put it in a way that I hope your listeners uh, and followers can use. Okay. The best way to start over again is to try and focus on your strengths. So what I did was I wrote down a list of what it was that I used to be good at. And I realized how far away from that I had gotten. So I began to enroll and, you know, look at online and certain opportunities, certain classes. And I took one or two, which really were not for me. Okay. Uh, You know, I needed something more comprehensive than these were. Okay. So, and you know, this was a discussion that I had had with my wife a couple of weeks before she left. That I thought it was time to shutter the old business and start. And she was not supportive of that. But now that she was gone, I figured it was worth pursuing. So, I did two or three different things. Uh, got myself certified. I went to the John Maxwell 
certification conference in Orlando. Love that guy. With that, okay. with that very same friend who I told you about. Okay. And she and I wrote a book. If, I mean, it was really, it was the, I call it the book with the training wheels on it. Um, we all have training wheels. Because we really didn't know what we were doing, but we wrote this and she came with me. Okay. And in order, I was after two certifications, one in speaking, one in coaching. But it really was the speaking one that I was most concerned about. Because I really just saw myself as a speaker. And I was looking for subject matter to speak on. Mm. Well, the, the final exam, you, had, you sat at this table for 10. Everybody had to give a table speech. The goal was to hit the speech. The time was 5 minutes, 25 seconds. You had to to be within 30 seconds either way in order to pass the course. As luck would have it, I hit it on the nose. Which led to recognition. It led to me being voted best speaker at the day. All, all this stuff. Good for you. That led to me being noticed by the faculty. So with the I wanted a, I won the table prize, but I also found out later I finished pretty well. Okay. And I was offered the opportunity to go to San Diego and meet Brian Tracy and attend his speaking academy. Another good one. Which excited me because I've read Brian Tracy's work for many, many years. Mm -hmm. So I happily went. And as it turned out, he had been dealing with some physical issues of his own oh. that okay. he took overseas. Okay. So, so this strong, healthy, independent man who was a worldwide fame uh, was suddenly struggling. I mean, he was using a walker. So anyway, uh, after the first full day, part of it, well, he took us out to dinner. Great, great restaurant. Okay. And uh, it turns out the seat next to me was vacated. What I didn't realize at the time was he sat himself down next to me because he had questions for me regarding physical ailments. Now, of course, remember, his is completely different because he acquired his through a fall. No disability, just a lot of recovery and rehab. But here, here's where I say the whole stories of hope thing is someone else saw... It's not the same with cerebral palsy, but you, you had something this individual wanted to see how you were able to get through what you went through, and it was a common thing of just falling. And he, and he made, he was curious. Of course. So I tried to, I said whatever I said. Okay. But it was funny because I think he gave me a little extra. So with, and, and, and you know what, every person that comes in my life, and, and you probably could say the same thing, you get a little value from each person and each story and each situation that they share, even though they're not identical. And this person, it sounds as though, and, and all the other mentors that you have uh, been in contact with or have been in, in a, a path of, have brought you to where you are today, which cerebral palsy, you were born with, you had some disabilities, you had some falls physically and emotionally, but they didn't stop you from achieving the dreams that you have going on right now. Is that how I understand all of this? Pretty much, yes. I mean, and the funny, the funniest part about it is I never thought I'd be where I am. Mm -hmm. 
Certainly, especially in this capacity. Now, when you and I were taking that course, uh -huh. the goal was not necessarily to do what I'm doing now. But every opportunity since I switched to this profession has led to another and another and another and another and another. And, and you're aware of it because you and I have talked about it. And it's funny, too, because I started this podcast only just a few weeks ago because I liked going in front of people sharing their stories. And as you know, with the coronavirus, it has changed us in our ability to reach out to people, but we can still find a way to be connected. I didn't think I'd be using my certification in the way that I am, and it's very rewarding. So it's not about just being a counselor of one thing. You actually have a trade and a gift. So with that being said, because we're running short on time, you're a coach, so... If someone wanted to reach out to you, is it business coaching, life coaching? What is your niche? I have the ability to do either. My focus is my focus is leadership. Okay. Specifically how you must be the best leader of your business that you can be. And you should be that personally in your life. Absolutely. But I you know, basically it's based on okay, here are the mistakes I made. Don't make the same ones. So I primarily focus on leadership coaching. Perfect. So if anyone would want to reach out to you, would you be available? I'm always available. The best way to, the be, <laughs> I see you laughing there. The best, the best way to reach me is at the following email address. Eric, E-R-I-C, at J-T-D Coaching. That's J like James, T like Tom, D like David. Coaching. Dot com. Perfect. And, and I hope you know, let me know that just have them let me know that they saw me on this podcast. Okay. Just for a frame of reference. Okay, that would be great. Thank you. Um one last question. I used to say when your last day is done, what do you want to be remembered for? Which I like to call legacy because I think I'm working on mine. But I think with all the different things that we've talked about, I would like to ask what kind of message, or what message, rather, do you want to give to our listeners about your journey? Perhaps they go through one, too. Well, you know, the, the journey is so long and winding, especially if you've lived as long as I have. <laughs> um, you know, the thing is, even in your darkest day, never give up. I'm not ready to talk about what happens after my last day. Because yeah. part of me really feels like I'm just getting started again. Right. You know, it's, like, it's like waking up from a two-year nap. And I mean, I don't mean that to be funny. It really feels that way. But never, ever give up. Give your best and full effort every single day. Don't cut corners and work hard. And no matter... And well, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, if you do those four things, your chances of success are pretty good. And if I could add in there, I I can't isn't an option. You at least have to give it a shot. And well, it's, a, it's an option, but it's an option that's going to lead no place. Absolutely. So even if you have a even if you have a disability or don't have a disability, at least give it a shot. You know, the thing is, you're the owner of your own story. Agreed. No matter who comes into your life, who does what, what issues other people may cause. Agreed. You are the author of your own story. 
Absolutely agree with you. Thank you, Eric, for sharing your story, being my guest, um, inspiring, because there's a lot of different things that you talked about, and there's some healing in there, too. Um, but most of all, being my guest, I appreciate that very much. Thank you, Christine. It was very enjoyable. So yes, yeah. And uh, real quickly, you said you had three books. What are those books, and where can you find them? Well, the, the one with the training wheels, which is going to be re-released over the summer, our first one is The Art of Mentoring. Okay. The second one is The Ultimate Leadership Workbook. The third one, which will be out in a couple of weeks, is The Ultimate Leadership Workbook for Crisis Management. Oh, we can Taking this whole situation we have now with the virus okay. and trying to help leaders of their business begin taking the steps to recovery. That'll be out on April 30th. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so very much again. Absolutely. My pleasure. And to my listeners, I thank you for listening. And I would hope that you got a lot of uh, information out of this that it can inspire you. Maybe share this with someone that you, you feel could, could hear this story and, and use the information from it. And also reach out to Eric. Um, because he's got a lot going on and he shows you that no matter what, no matter where, you can still achieve your dream and you just keep going forward. And uh, I ask you if you are an interest of, um, I'm trying to say, to be a listener, be a subscriber. You'll find me on Spotify, also here on anchor.fm, Stories of Hope. And if you have a story and you want to share, please reach out to me. I would love to share your story because I do believe one story can make a difference, one person, one day at a time. Eric, thank you again. I wish you a great day. Thank you very much, Christine. It was a pleasure to do this with you. Yes, yes, yes. And everyone else, we'll get through this as we have on the COVID-19. Any struggle you may be having within your life because you are not alone. Your story is being written right now. And as Eric said earlier, you're the author of your story. So you can make the changes wherever you feel like you need to turn the page. Until next time, you all take care. <laughs>